I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course, devil stopped. I do like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so puppy? This could be a while. Puppy smash. Bad parenting podcast. We're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gummit cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Ah uh, yes, welcome to episode ninety-two of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And it's after Thanksgiving when we survived. We did. I'd also like to mention I did not shop on Friday. No, you didn't. It was the first. I think I went to the grocery store to get ice cream. I think it's the first Black Friday since I've known you that you haven't gone out and done. Yep. Black and Friday shopping. And what's weird is this is, is the first year where I felt like financially I could afford it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, does that say something about me? Like, psychologically, do I have the need to spend money when I don't have money, and then when I have money, well, no, not? It's more like you're kind of like the Hunger Games. I'm broke, so I got to go fight for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's it. Like, it might be when money's more tight. Like, I feel like we have to stretch it farther by getting the really good deals, right? Which even are though they're really, not really, really good. good deals. Yeah. Yeah, that could be yeah. it. Anyway, we didn't go. The only and you know the only Black Friday sales I've wanted to go to, and he's still doing it tomorrow, is uh, the Outrageous Audio guy here in town. And my only argument with that is we don't need no, that. and that's why I haven't gone. Yeah, I've just I've been happily sharing his his um his. Because so totally not relatable to anybody, but anybody here in the Portland area. But we have this guy that started a stereo install store back in the like late '80s, early '90s, and it's been a fixture of this area of Portland for since then. And the commercials are. Beyond His, stupid, but yeah, they, but you know but, what they are every time, and they work. They're like the uh, the, they're like the Shane Company commercials, only with a guy that likes to make googly eyes, like <laughs> yeah. three amps for a dollar. Oh my god! And he does like all this really <laughs> wacky inflatable arm type shit. But you, yeah, you don't you don't forget who he is, and, and you you realize what the product is. But he he decided to stop paying for TV spots and decided, hey, I'm going to try this whole social media thing. And he's like, so if you guys like and share my posts and get the word to spread out on Facebook and Twitter and everything else. And I can get the same volume, if not more off of this without spending the money. I will take all that money. I would have spent the ads and give you guys, I still found a way to fucking hit the microphone. No, you hit the microphone cord. I know, but still I've got it. Anyways. (laughs) So, um, I will give all those savings to you. In the form of mad deals on like stereo amps and whatnot, and it worked, and it's worked fabulously. And so he does like crazy ass 
like you know it's it's a really nice Kenwood amp for like you know fifty bucks. It's like normally four hundred dollars, and he's pissing off all the local stereo stores in town, like the the big box Best Buys and whatnot. Because how are you doing this shit so cheap? And it's just because he's he's offsetting mm-hmm. what he would spend on advertising and, and, and putting that towards giving his customers really good deals. Um, and all you have to do is like and share his content and improve. Hey, look, I liked it and I shared it. I want the deal if it's still available. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So he's done Black Friday starting like last Wednesday. They weren't open Thanksgiving, but that's just because you know he's he's pretty legit like that. But um, well, and for a moment, and I'm sure everybody has their own opinion, but I'm just gonna say publicly that I I think that having your store be open on Thanksgiving is dumb unless you need to have it open i understand like gas stations need to stay open grocery stores stores should stay open at least a little bit for you know you know shortened hours or whatever um hospitals sure please stay open right but having said that i don't believe that legitimate retail establishments should not be open on on thanksgiving day and it you know people like well they knew that get going in i'm like not generally because it used to be that Thanksgiving was like the golden holiday. You knew you'd have to work the day after Thanksgiving. Right. But you knew that the day of Thanksgiving, you wouldn't have to, you know, fight over a turkey leg so you could make it to work on time. Um, and I just, I don't think that's cool. No. So that's, well, I'm just saying that publicly. In a well, I, what I've always thought about that is, is that normally in a place, you'll have a mixture of people. You'll have a, you'll have some workers that are like, fuck, I'll work the overtime. I'll work, you know, I'll take the extra hours. You're going to pay me special. There's just some people that don't mind working it. Right. And there are those that don't. And so I don't think we should really cater one way or the other. I mean, there are certain jobs where, um, like you said, hospital workers, EMTs, stuff like that. Yeah, you kind of have to pull the holidays card and whether or not you want to. It's kind of what you know getting into that job. Retail, I'm kind of half and half on it because with retail you don't necessarily have to be open on thanksgiving but it's not like it's not an unknown it's not like it's an unknown thing to see a store open on thanksgiving so if you work for a store that you know is gonna be open on thanksgiving going i mean it's just so i'm not saying it's right i'm just saying don't piss and moan at the fact that they're open no shit you know that going into it i mean you did know that going into it i mean now you do right if you've gotten your job in the last two years, right? But for the you know, what what I'm th- what what pisses me off is that or not pisses me off, but what what I find absolutely hysterical is let's have this day of Thanksgiving, which in and of itself is a bullshit holiday because it's a day of yay we conquered the Indians with smallpox blankets. <laughs> uh, that's really all you're celebrating. You're celebrating this day that we found the new India, quote unquote, right? And so. Um, we, you know, and here we are, we, we, we found this country and we took it for ourselves and we just obliterated the native, you know, population. Let's eat a turkey. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Go us. Um, which is the typical white person attitude. I mean, that's just the way, if you look throughout history, it's like we, we conquer, we claim stuff for ourselves. Oh, you're brown skinned. You're below me. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not white and delight some, therefore whatever. Um, and but then, but then the very next day, it's like, oh, you know what? I don't have enough TVs. That one's only a hundred bucks. I'm gonna beat the fuck out of this person for it and make it an event. So right because I don't. I choose to celebrate a holiday called Thanksgiving that's more about giving thanks right. than about uh, you know being the, thankful for what you have. No, but I mean yet, it's not yeah. for me. I'm not celebrating the first Thanksgiving and I right. and but blah, but blah. I'm just saying it's 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 another one of those holidays that I don't. 
get the people who vehemently d- defend it because if you look at its roots, its roots are wicked and evil. Yeah. Just like Christmas, because Christmas was not a Christian holiday. It was originally a pagan holiday. And so for the Christians, it's a wicked and evil, quote mm-hmm. unquote. And that's why they remade it into, yeah. oh, look, let's celebrate the birth of our Savior. Woo! Um, so whatever. It's, you know, yeah, what it is now is, is, is in my mind, Time for family, time right. for friends, get together and be thankful for what you have. And let's all be really honest. Fun. This is not Jody's favorite holiday to begin with. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, great, a holiday where someone, somebody in your family, whether it's the husband, wife, grandma, off. whatever, has to cook for hours on end only to be bothered the entire meal by, you know, either complaints or whatever. And then somebody has to do a fuck ton of dishes. Like, right. it's really... <laughs> horrible holiday i would much rather like invite everybody and some people do this invite everybody over sit down in front of a tv order some fucking pizza and be done with it like it would be great as a relaxation holiday that's the part where i find it funny is that we are such a society of tradition yeah but if you try to break tradition like that people like but where's my yams with the little marshmallows it's like it's it's like the guy that guy from um uh office space where you know he asked his construction worker buddy, you know, does everybody ever ask you if you have a case on the Mondays? If you try to break tradition, people are like, no, no, man, I think you can get your ass kicked for doing something like that around here. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, it's that same kind of response. Like, what are you trying to do? Trying to be all, go ahead. If you do that while you're not talking, I can edit it out. Do your little adjusted poo thing. It's going to make noise in your end, but I can pull it out. Um, so it's, it's the craziest thing. Cause it's like, you know, you can't. You, you're looked down upon, even if you're trying to do the same thing, but you're just not like cooking turkey or whatever. Yeah. Like people are like, what? <laughs> or like I said, you know, where's the yams with the marshmallows on top? I hate them, but they look really cool. Or, or if you know you want you want to order pizza, and they're like, oh, but you're you're gonna make the delivery drivers have to work, and the people demand the Domino's and blah 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 blah. And it's like, I get that. I don't know, the importance on, okay, let's just have our family together once a year on this one day and yeah. everybody be thankful for it and then let's, let's fucking get pissed off. But let's start our sales at 6 p.m. that day. That's, yeah. <laughs> and that's my point is if it's, a fa- if, if, if it's a holiday about togetherness and being grateful, then let's not follow it up with everybody scattering to the four winds to snag a really awesome deal on a TV uh, and, you know, steal it from a little kid while they're at it or And literally whatever. have brawls. Yeah. Right. And that's just all I'm saying about the whole thing. And I realized that we got off on that tangent really fast. Sorry. <laughs> it it happens. I mean, it's... It, <laughs> it's my freaking podcast. I can say what I want. Well, no, I mean, like, even like what we did, I mean, we it was a legitimate kick-ass time. We went yeah. to your dad's house. It was great. He smoked a turkey and a brisket. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal food. We mm-hmm. made some. Everybody chipped in a little bit, so mm-hmm. no one person was cooking like an ass. You know, mm-hmm. you know, we all had little pieces to do. We brought it together, and then we went, sat around a bonfire... And until, just until uh, bedtime, until it got too cold, until we ran out of wood and got too cold, <laughs> yeah. and went back to the house, brought the kids home. It was a good time had by all. Yeah, and that was legitimately more fun than I've had at Thanksgiving in a while, just because it's. I don't do the football thing that a lot of guys do. Yeah. I don't care about any of that. So watching a football game to me is like, hey, woohoo, whatever. I don't, uh, you know. Um, I actually legitimately kind of like what your parents normally, your dad normally does, which is go camping. Yeah, like, get the fuck away from everybody. We're gonna go camping. <laughs> I'd almost like to start that tradition, but um, it's just one more, you know, hassle type thing to do. But um, yeah, it, it was it was good, and then we we uh, had my parents over on Friday for our get together with them, and it was just uh, the just grandparents them? and the grandparents. That was really nice. Yeah, low key. I'm low key. all about the low key. Like, right. 
I have. I am coming to find that I. You're like me. You like the chill, laid back, low key stuff. No, this, you. The, the you trend that you've words, been bucking for years. You have putting <laughs> words in my fucking mouth, and I'm gonna slap you with my shoe. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Ooh, abuse me. Hit me again. And I wrecked the show. <laughs> so you were saying? Why do I need to say no, anything? No, Loki. I, 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 I want to hear about your Loki holidays. No, that's not what I was going to say. Okay, well, go, then I just go. Say what you're going to say. Are you going to shut up? Maybe. <laughs> Devil. <laughs> <laughs> Signs point to no. <laughs> um, I think that what I have, the way I am, is something that is just re- recently been getting more of di- of a you know, a name put on it, but it's like sensory overload. I can't handle, not because I don't like being social. I love being social. I love being at gatherings and parties and get togethers. But if it's, especially if it's in a small area with lots of noise, Mm -hmm. my brain goes into overload and I literally shut down. Like I have to find a corner and hide. Right. Yeah. And it's because it's sensory overload. And what happens a lot of the time at your, your folks house, um, sometimes at my dad's because, it depends Everybody's on where there. everybody is. Right. Because uh, sometimes they spread out and whatnot. But I just get, there's so many people talking all at once and there's kids crying and there's this and that mm-hmm. and the other thing and the TV's going and the or music in the background and I just like can't stand it. Right. Um, and so I'm finding now that I understand that about myself, kind of tailoring our holidays to kind of go around that and have smaller groupings of people has been really awesome. Oh yeah, and, and, and that's I'm the same way as far as people well, you saw it at Disneyland. There's a certain point where it gets to be too much, and I'm just like, fuck this, fuck you, fuck everything. I'm gonna kill you all. Get the fuck away from me. I'm gonna put this fork in your eye if you don't knock it the fuck off. Um, <laughs> but that's why usually the smaller family gatherings, you'll find that I'll post up. I'll, I'll find like a table or a place where I like to sit where it's just been chill, and that's where I post up. I did it at my aunt's thing. Back over the summertime, I can't remember what that was. It might be my uncle's birthday party or something like that. Yeah, um, I have a hard time at their place because there's nowhere to sit and be comfortable. That's the, like away from people. Why? Unless you can, unless you can claim a spot at that, at that picnic table or at that uh, out, outdoor table. Yeah. Back in the corner back yeah. there, because then only five people can fit back there, and that's why I just I stake it. My, <laughs> no, my my drink goes here. You sit there. I'm gonna stab you. This is where I'm gonna be. And then there's usually a rotating people of. The other chairs they mm-hmm. get up and leave, and other people come. That's fine, but it's always a, a manageable like five, like five people that I can have a conversation with. Um, and you know, I don't know. It's I, I like you. I don't mind being social. I don't mind the social situations, but there is just a certain point where it becomes absolute batshit insane, and you can't really have a good conversation and, and enjoy yourself anyway. So why are we yeah. dealing with it? And and part of my my. My social anxiety, not anxiety, well, I've had that in the past too, but part of my my deal with certain social situations is in my previous relationship, I was always the one that ended up having to watch the kids kids and do all that stuff because she refused to do so. So there was was never an enjoyable moment there anyways for me because I was always, you know, breaking up this fight, doing this, removing that, which is as a parent you're supposed to do. But normally if you're... There's two of you. There's two of you. You expect the other one to chip in a little bit. And nope, when we hit those situations, she had no fucks to give for what was going on with them. That was all like whatever. It's Lord of the Flies. You guys kill each other or don't, you know. Um, Which I... In certain situations, I've done that. There's been times I was like, okay, I'm just going to let you two work this out. As soon as the first person throws a punch, then I'm going to step in there. But 
you know, there's other times where you just need to step in and, you know, she could not be bothered with watching her kids. That was all on me. And so it became a very unenjoyable experience. And you, you spent the first, I don't know how many years we were together, ripping me out of that hole of, nah, fuck, I'm not going to go do that. It's a social thing. Screw you. I'm going to stay home. If I'm going to have to watch my kids like that, I'll just do it from home <laughs> where I can be on my fucking couch watching my TV and my movies. Why the fuck am I want to do it at your house? You know, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that took some time to get over mm-hmm. um but we're past it we're through it we go out and do these things now and and it, you know every once in a while i still blow a little zerk but otherwise it's okay so yeah so it's been it's been a good busy but good week and today i missed out on your mom's dinner um because yep. of the fish tank fiasco yep but my my grandma was there and she's not been at a lot of events right. that i've been at recently so right. it was nice to talk to her but yeah, she was physically there she was physically there <laughs> mentally she's been long well, gone she was telling me she remembers the 20s and like i'm born... like i'm like you were born in 31 like right. <laughs> well maybe she had one of those spirit quest guide dream I things maybe i don't know where her her uh her parrot came down and I, quite showed possibly, her what the roaring 20s were like but you know what I let it go. I let it go because if it makes her happy, she oh, yeah. can she can pretend she lived in the twenties. I don't care. Um, and you never know; she might not be pretending. She may up here in her head <laughs> think that she was alive in the twenties. Because uh, that's what well, the, she kept singing songs. Well, that's too, what I'm trying. Like well, tra- songs. I'm trying to figure out if she's like heading down the dementia path. It, she does. She remembers stuff. So I don't think it's Alzheimer's because right. she actively can p- remember real things. Right. But there's a lot of made up bullshit in between, well, which makes me lean towards o- more Alzheimer's towards dementia. Thing she does is she mistakes people. She always thinks I'm my mom. Yeah, but I don't know. Always. That's just. I mean, that's some. Pe- that's, sometimes this is an old person thing. I know yeah, people have done that for. But she, I mean, hell, the boss of my up. company still calls me by somebody else's name sometimes, and he always <laughs> like, oh shit, sorry. I mean, you, I mean, it's not. It's it's just one of those things that certain people always do that. They cross. You know that that wire gets crossed. Um, but she doesn't ever have like she remembers vividly of her talk about your uh, your grandpa who's passed. Yeah, and we did talk a lot about my grandpa today, and she got all teary. Right. And, because um, Tippy was saying how she remembers him and yeah. how nice he was, and yeah. uh, and Trent doesn't remember him obviously because yeah, he wasn't alive. He wasn't alive by yeah. like they missed each other by like four days, right? Um, so um, well, you know, but in some ways, I think Trent is like your grandfather reincarnate. <laughs> a little like, bit, like he left but just came right back. Yeah. Like, no, fuck, <laughs> I'm doing this again <laughs> because the same kind of fuck you attitude and yeah. do it myself and yeah. you know, get the hell away from me and yeah, you know, there's just certain things. It's like hmm. That's an awful lot like him. Whoa. That's kind of weird. Uh, so it was just a really, it was a good it's time. Like fast it was, passed back into life again. <laughs> it was a nice, quiet, uh, my my stepdad's dad was there too. And I don't get to, he lives in Arizona, so I don't get to see him right. very often. But he's, he has Alzheimer's. Right, and, and it's, it's, is it getting worse? Oh. That's bad. He got lost on the way there. Right. He shouldn't be driving. Right. But he is. Uh, he got lost on the way there. Had to go find him yeah. and have him follow him back and right. then um uh when they were getting ready to leave he said some really weird things and then um, yeah. and yeah. yeah see and that's that's something i've always had a hard time working with or dealing with um the way i like with my great grandma she had alzheimer's for damn near a decade and i'd say of that 
it was really bad for eight of the ten years. Mm-hmm. So the first two years, she could still kind of remember you, and then yeah. it got to the point where like she remembered you, but you're so much taller than I remember because she remembered you yeah. as like a five year old. Yeah, and then it got to the point where she didn't remember you at all, and then she didn't remember who she was, and then she was just like, nah. I mean, it was like yeah. one of those special ed people that just sits there and drools on themselves. She was not there at all. Yeah, but but she they kept her alive and fed her. Yeah, and, not feeding too, but like yeah, she was able to do all the functions but mm-hmm. she wasn't there and i'm just like as I'm look at that i'm like why do we have this preconceived notion of we have to keep the husk alive yeah when the person really isn't there anymore like at some point you know just let them yeah let them check out like well, if, they, if they forget to feed themselves nature will take care of itself yeah. they'll eventually just <laughs> and that's cruel that's the cruel way of doing it but right um and so for me that was really because it, it was just it was so miserable to see I her think like there's that a happy medium like not forcing them to die no 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 but but, but no but it's really morbid like well if you can't remember to feed yourself we're not going to do it for you <laughs> no but if you can't like i mean it was one of those things that you couldn't ha- even have a conversation with her because she mm-hmm. wouldn't yeah. Nothing was clicking. I mean, yeah. there was her biologically her brain was working to keep mm-hmm. her alive. Mm-hmm. Like it remembered to breathe, it remembered to do that right. stuff, but you couldn't talk to yeah. her, she wouldn't respond. And, I mean, and it was glazed over eyes. He is not eyes. to that point yet, but he Yeah. he didn't really remember me all that well. Right. And he had no clue who these little kids were running around. He's like, "Who do these belong to?" And like, "Those are Jody Wentz's kids." Right. And he he'd be like, Jody Wynn has kids? That's actually pretty uh that's pretty crazy because we saw him like six months ago and he remembered them. So yeah. it's it is advancing pretty he quick. He didn't remember them their names, he Ugh. and he, he didn't know they were mine and then right. when he when said they're Jody Wynn's kids, he he just he, he looked at him he looked at and then he goes he goes, Jody Wynn has kids. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Yep, for about seven years now. <laughs> that's no good so Uh, but that's the whole thing is if it's advancing that quickly he's not going to be there mm -hmm, mentally mm -hmm. yet physically he could survive another oh yeah and it's one of those things that i mean i get it i guess there could be possibly some way to like quote unquote reverse but i don't know they're showing that what it's what once that part of your brain dies i don't know that you can necessarily yeah and it's genetic it runs in families his his mother had it and um really badly and thankfully that's a stepdad to you so the bloodline is cut there so yeah um but my stepdad's already been tested and he has all the markers for it and and he's already been pre-diagnosed essentially yeah um and you know and and it's the type of disease that affects your brain not your body Mm. so much so the um he he doesn't want to treat it Mm -hmm. because it his brain is telling him not to worry about it so he won't take medicine for it so well you can't well there's not i mean there's not really a treatment for it. there's things there you can are do things to, to that, like delay that, it that but... you can do to help and um and whatnot yeah but... stop forgetting shit <laughs> sorry bad joke <laughs> that's a really bad joke anyway let's get off of these morbid topics <laughs> Uh, Dead people. So yeah, I missed out on all that because I was helping. Yep. The, I was fish moving. tank. The yeah. fish tank is gone, y'all. Yeah. Bye, bye, fishes. <laughs> Sorry, you can tell I'm really broken up about right. the whole thing. Yeah. So the whole, the entire trip, the the loading, the getting it there, the unloading, the it's setting like, it back way up. Way easier than. Oh no! It all went off without a hitch yeah. up until the point they started putting water into the tank. 
And then they lifted this one bucket up to get in there and it broke and spread, <laughs> shot 15 gallons of water over the floor. Fresh water, thankfully. Yeah, not yucky. It wasn't, it wasn't fish, fish water. water. But it was one of those things that was, as I'm watching this water like hit every possible corner of their living room. I'm like, uh. And the dude's wife wasn't there. I'm like, so it was like the whole bro code kicked in. I'm like, I can't. If I leave, I mean, I, I was actually, I have to get ready to walk out the door when all this happened. I'm like, but if I. I can't leave him. Like, she's going to kick his ass. So we <laughs> towels and blankets, whatever we could find to sop it all up. And we finally got it all, all worked up. But yeah, that was, it was just one of those things like, I think, you know, something had to go wrong. And thankfully it was that. It wasn't like the tank cracked yeah. and the transfer and that stuff. That was good. Um, so the kids are a little broken up about their fish being well, gone. But yes I think no. it's more like they never really take note of the dang things, except when people come over and are like, oh right. my gosh, you have a giant fish tank. Right. And then they like them for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And then they're done with them again. And I gave them chances. It was, you know, is when I'm out of town, you got to feed them. You got to, that's all I really wanted. Yeah. You just feed them. I'll clean it up on the weekends. Yeah. You guys feed them. But, and here's what, and I think we've talked about this on the show before, so I won't go into too much detail, but. Here's what b- has been bugging me is Ezra will not feed the fish. Then Tempe will say, hey, can I feed the fish? She'll remember. And then, and then he'll say, no, I already fed them. And then later I catch him feeding the fish because he actually had forgotten and lied to her. when Because he wanted to do it. Because he wanted to do it. And yeah. it, that's, see, for me, the cutoff is when it becomes an object of bitching mm-hmm. and fighting about who gets to, like, fine. Right. Since we only have one fish tank and we have three kids and they all want to feed them, I guess we get rid of the fish tank. Yeah. <laughs> because I just, I hate, I hate dealing with that. That's. Yeah. And, and honestly, it's, it's a stress off me too, because yeah. I was trying to cram in, because a, a breakdown of a filter and cleaning. It's like, and, it's like an hour, if, hour and a half. Right. If you're doing it easy. right, if you're doing everything properly and you're scrubbing in the tank yeah. and you're vacuuming the rocks and you're doing so if you're just cutting the shortcuts out and just doing the filter itself that's still like a half an hour yeah so if you you know you can't but you can't always just do the filter you have mm-hmm. to and so it was getting to the point where I, they weren't being adequately cared for anymore they were, and the, it was getting like you know like if you skip the the all the pieces a couple of times it's fine but if you're getting to where you're only just doing the bare minimum every single time mm-hmm. it just gets scuzzier and scuzzier and scuzzier and yeah. i'm like i and the fucking thing was huge. Yeah. So it was taking up a lot of our very valuable living room real estate. Yeah. So. Which the old place didn't matter because we had a massive spot right, right, right in the middle we, of the room. Yeah. This big open space we could put it in. Um, I, I've determined, though, that if I ever do get another fish tank, I want to do salt water. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be when I can pay somebody else to come to in do and it. do it. Do it, And all I got to do is go, look at my pretty fish. <laughs> Wait, something's wrong. Dude, get over here. Fix this. But I got to be like mega rich to yeah. be able for that. So it's yeah. going to be a while. It's so going to be a while. I'll go back to like dogs and cats. No, no, no not cats. No, no, no not, not cats. cats. Dogs. There's yep. dogs. Not cats. We've decided. Right. It's official. We're never having a cat again. Yep. Although I would be, con- I would consider like a guinea pig or, no. or no. sometime no. in the future. No, no, no. Because those, you know that whole Rick Emerson line of you set yourself up for future heartache when you get a pet, right? But it's like instantaneous with a guinea pig or a hamster because their lifespans are in, measured in months, okay, not years. Okay, maybe a ferret then. Stinky. Well, if they live in a basement or something. No, really, dog. Dog I'm is good. I'm just saying there are maybe other a bird, a turtle. Maybe a bird, but not a... I don't see. You say a ferret is stinky. Birds stink. Eh, They totally do. They totally do. I've lived in a house with a bird before. As have I. They're gross. Uh, Birds are gross. What kind of bird you had? Birds are gross, dude. And they're loud. Yeah, they can be. 
So, but I think dog. We agree on we dog. We agree dog. Dog is easy. We can do a, a dog. And you can get different sizes of dogs. You can get yes. big ones, little ones, you know. Fat ones, skinny yeah, ones. Ones that, you know, have only three legs and whatever. <laughs> I don't want a three-legged dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, they had that one that was like the two-legged dog that just ran around with hind legs. That was kind of <laughs> amazing. Like, oh, look at that. <laughs> so... Yep, so fish are gone. Yep. That, that's one thing knocked off the list. Tomorrow I've got to break down my car. The, you, know, my, you mean to get the stuff out of it. Right. Well, I've got, yeah, I've got to get all my crap out of my car, my work car. So i got to transfer to a different vehicle until the end of the year when I can go buy my other vehicle. And yeah, it's a whole conundrum, which I'm not complaining because it's still a company provided vehicle that I'm not paying maintenance or gas on. So, but it's just one of those, you know, at least now I'll get a low mileage car that has been you know that has plenty of life left in it instead of getting a car that's been had the life beat the fuck out of it and i try to restore some of that life i'm honestly kind of surprised that they're not making everybody rotate <clears throat> well they usually do but yeah. we've rotated to the point where there's no good vehicles that you can rotate through anymore like we like we've gotten rid of all these you know and so it's like uh we're at the point now where after a while you just you 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 get to the end of a lifespan for each vehicle and we've gotten up and usually i'm the one no no, i mean um you would you wouldn't be getting the new car yeah it would be somebody else getting the new right no we've done that but the problem is is that every vehicle in the in the fleet right now Mm -hmm. has such high mileage that they would be buying me another six months to a year Mm -hmm. so rather than go through all that and just keep flopping mm-hmm. me vehicles of it and me. And then when that person's vehicle expires, then they'll get the next one. Gotcha. Cause normally they do do the rotation thing. Like usually it's, it's management will get, you know, the nice rig and then whatever they had gets passed down. Mm-hmm. But when it gets to the point where all those rigs are now super old, as far as high miles and whatnot goes, you can't really pass it down anymore. And the one person who could still technically pass down a vehicle, it's the CEO of the company. He fucking loves it and he's not <laughs> giving it up, even though he's been like threatened by the board with like, you know, a certain death that you, you need to get rid of this car and get yourself a new one, but they won't, he won't do it. Um, which is admirable. I, I respect that about him because he's not going out for the, just a flashy thing. He's like, no, I love this car. It's comfortable. It, it works good for me. It still runs. So screw it. You know? Yeah. So no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually just happy because it's the first time since I've had a company car that I haven't had to hand me down here. Take somebody else's nasty ass second, you know, sloppy seconds or in some cases thirds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my very first, uh, some of my second company car was, uh, I was third in line for it. I got it handed to me, um, after the territorial salesman had it. Was he, that the white? Uh, yeah. 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 So, yep, yep, yep. So that was good times. So I'll be happy about all that. Um, we did Tempe's parent teacher conference. Yeah, that was good. It did. She had good, good grades, good grades, good, and good report back. Other yeah. than, you know, I don't pay attention in, or what was it? I don't finish my work on time. No, no, no. She doesn't use her time effectively. Ah, there we go. It was, it, but, but what I liked about the teacher, and I'm like, yeah, this is going to be your cross of air mm-hmm. this entire year. She's like, she's like, she's like, it's pretty impressive. Like she's physically not paying attention. Like she's not looking at me. She's staring off in the space, doodling, whatever. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to peg her on someone call her. Tempe, what did I just say? And then she's like verbatim. Blah, blah, blah. And she says to me, yep. All my kids can do that. You'll think they're not paying attention. So you're like, motherfucker, I got this. <laughs> what I just say? And they say it, and you're like, oh. <laughs> Ezra does that all the time. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. But, at the same, but, but the nice thing with Ezra is like, you're right. I did say that. So why didn't you do it? <laughs> they're, you know, the problem can still lie in the execution sometimes. But you can't catch them on not, quote, unquote, listening to you. Because they always are. Yeah, they can, they've got that ability to be listening when they're not actually actively look like they're listening. So that's that's pretty awesome. 
or so, awful. Right. Attitude. Depends which way you look at it. So, um, what I, else? I think we'll just jump into the video. All right, let's do this. The audio, video. I've, audio. I've read a thing about it. I didn't actually watch the video because it was, I was trying to be quiet. I don't remember where. Right. We'll just go ahead and fire it up here. Oh, just now leaving Walmart. Some of the worst behaved kids I've ever seen in my fucking life. And it's not little girls. Seriously, all that I see when I, when I come here and it's real crowded because it's all these little boys. And it's always Henderson, Higsley, come here, Higsley. Leaf River Hudson, come here, son. Leaf River, come here. Get your fucking kids under control. This one kid in there the whole time is going, ah! I'm looking around at all these fucking kids. I'm like, this is our future prison population. One kid was running around with the buggy and he's like, and the mom's sorting through fucking Blu-rays. Stop it, Higsley. Higsley. This ain't a fucking game. This ain't a fucking joke. Y'all need to take your parenting seriously. These are the same kids that are gonna grow up and steal your fucking car, break in your neighbor's house, rape other people's kids that were well behaved at Walmart. Your kid's gonna be 23 years old and you're gonna be like, Tristan Aiden, stop! Tristan Aiden, don't stab that elderly couple in the face with a butcher knife, Tristan Aiden, stop it! You're getting blood all over your clothes, but you look so adorable and covered in red. You look like a little cherry blossom tree. It's okay, Tristan Aiden, I accept your decisions and I'll come to prison and see you all the time. This one kid was in a cart, this little boy, he must have been three-ish, four-ish, and he was throwing shit out of the cart. There was like this huge Mickey Mouse toy in the cart, and she goes, if you don't stop, you're not gonna get that Mickey Mouse toy. Stop! Bitch, he's done throwing $800 of merchandise out of your fucking cart. You ask me, he don't deserve a 50 cent piece of beef jerky. Tell you what he does deserve, go over an aisle nine, get a curtain rod, beat the fuck out of him. So what the fuck you buying a Mickey Mouse toys for? Bitch, sporting goods is right there. They got basketballs, footballs, guns, shit. Your son can't have a gun, I'm sorry, he's a felon. Moms, seriously, get it together. Your sons are actual future military, police, firefighters. They're not pets. You might as well carry them around in your fucking purse. Phineas Persimmon, where did you go, Phineas Persimmon? Get back in my purse. So, yeah. I totally hate that guy. Right? <laughs> As <laughs> I'm not very fond of him either. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, he's a strong word, but I, I really hate him. <laughs> I, I could I could get behind of some of what he was saying because we've had these discussions yeah. before. But the, first off, you don't ever really know why the, the misbehavior is happening. Yeah. Sometimes it's an inattentive parent that's just dealing with the blue doing the Blu-ray thing. Yeah. Sometimes it's not. Yeah. But the part where he lost me is when you advocate. Not, and this is coming from somebody who has spanked his children in the mm -hmm. past and will spank again in the future. I'm not shy from spanking, but he advocated beating, quite literally, quote, unquote, beating the fuck out of that kid. And it's you like, lost you me. lost me. I mean, all the other douchebaggery, I could almost like, okay, dude, we can, I, I can probably have a conversation about with you about these things, and maybe we could come to some common ground. But when you talk about grabbing a curtain rod, rod and just straight up, you know, <laughs> meleeing on a kid, or talking about going to whatever, and then also, 
You're at Walmart, therefore you're not exactly getting the uh, the cream of the, the crop. cream of the crop as far as society goes. Um, I didn't see any signs that he had a kid, so right. that's my favorite. You know, I don't have kids, but let me tell you how you should parent yours. Yeah. Oh, go fuck yourself. You know, um, yeah. Uh, and this has been making the rounds and it was this and I, the reason I watched it at first is I confused this guy with the wannabe Fred Durst mm-hmm. that's been pulling all the, uh, mm-hmm. the the Starbucks bullshit about mm-hmm. oh my god Christmas isn't on the cups anymore and they're fucking devils and I went in there and said hey Merry Christmas so he had it right Merry Christmas on the cup ha 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 fuck him I'm like oh you're an idiot um, so that, so I was wanted to see what this jackass had to say today then I noticed this guy was all tatted up and I'm like oh this isn't the wannabe Fred Durst because this is a that dude doesn't have any tattoos and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So, but it's been making the rounds on well, Facebook. And he, he makes some kind of uh, insinuations that if, if, a ki- if a boy has a somewhat girly name, that they're going right. to misbehave. Well, like, that or just, you know, I, I think what he was trying to talk about there was like what he said at the end about, you know, these people that, that treat their kids more like pets and, yeah. and, and, like they're there, but they're you know just be seen, not heard, kind of a thing. And I get that. That's that's a frustrating thing. But it's, I, there, this is, and I can understand like why Izzy quit Facebook on his phone mm-hmm. and why these kinds of things happen. And I refuse to do it because I'm not going to let somebody else like bump me off something I enjoy. Not that I saying that his decision was wrong. Oh, I like come that. closer and closer every day. Right, but it's just this is what. And this has been what's agitating about any aspect of society is you get these these loonies out here that are willing to go and, and record themselves and saying this stupid shit. And there's no middle ground. There's like no trying to figure out why. I mean, yeah, some kids are assholes, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and, and some parents aren't paying attention and they're not giving their kids the the what they need right. out of that interaction. Now, what's the old Indian proverb? Never judge someone until you've walked a mile in their moccasins. For all he knows, that lady flipping through the DVDs, like, this is the one time she's been out of the house in the last, you know, four days because right. her husband works, you know, four tens or, you know, wh- I'm just saying. Well, I, that that was something else that caught me in the video is how he was putting all the onus. On the female. On the mother. Yeah. So you're a very much, it's like, well, it's, it's equal parts there, dude. I mean. Yes, if it, it, for me, it's whatever parent has that child in public, yeah. you need to be keeping them in line. Where he's like, you know, well, the woman's the one to take care. Of, she takes care of the kids. Well, I go out and make the money, and that's what. That's now. Well, see, I'm he stereotyping al- him, but yeah. that's what it sounded like he was. He also insinuates that uh, if you buy your boy a football, they'll be good, better behaved than if you buy them a Mickey Mouse right. or whatever. You know, yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm just saying he's making a lot of really weird leaps. Gen- gender stereotypes. Gender stereotypes, which we is all it- know is a big pet peeve of mine to begin with. And then just this whole idea of, um, you know, your kids, your kids misbehaving and it's bothering me and, mm. and therefore you're a bad person. Yeah. Meh. Really? <laughs> like, mm, maybe reconsider your, um, your, your thought pattern there, but you know, whatever. Well, that's. This whole clickbait mentality that people oh, are yeah. getting now about, like, I can get my YouTube video counts up so I can get paid money. We're, we're, we're kind of self-feeding this whole thing oh, because yeah. it's like there's these jackasses that click on them and go, oh. and the whole reason I saw that video is because my super redneck 
conservative cousin and my equally not redneck but conservative mom shared it and thought it was funny and hysterical and whatnot i'm like oh boy i think that is what caught my attention because i think it was when maybe your somebody else shared it i'm like you've got to be kidding me people actually think are in support of this guy yeah like awesome great you're never watching my kids (laughs) like (laughs) well and and i get it they're not actually you know, picking up the freaking curtain rod and beating no, the they kid. find they, f- they think it's hysterical, and I, you know, and and maybe some of it's satire. I don't know, but it's I, I just oh, I I I hope I hope and I pray that that was satire, right? But that if, would be awesome because that would be funny. It would be funny, but it's also just it's it's and this is something that's been bugging me in every aspect of my life lately is that we can't automatically blanket an entire segment of society as one thing because this small disproportionate group does it Mm -hmm. without getting too political or ranty it's being done with you're taking extreme islamic people and and muslims and whatnot and saying that all of them are that way Mm -hmm. and you're taking cops that do these things well all cops are bad and then you're taking black people who are retaliating against these injustices well now all black people are bad because the good old white man wouldn't do and so this it's been this ongoing never-ending story in in media and everything else these days of of, well you know because this one group did it then all people are bad until something like what went went down in Planned Parenthood just three days ago in Colorado Springs were a damn it stay Mike tried to fall over. A white Christian male went in there fully weaponized, ready to shoot this place up, actively killed a couple people. I think the latest count is three so far, and was neutralized. And I don't mean neutralized like shot dead, but like taken into custody. Not a fucking scuff mark on this dude, right? Nothing on his face. No nothing. Didn't get shot. And... You, you you wonder why these other populations population groups hate you? <laughs> it's because you pull these type of stereotypical things. You know, it's it's you wonder why there's and it, it's true for all aspects. You have these people that are these hippie granola crunching parents that refuse to spank their kids, fully in support of it if it works. But you, it's that small subset of those parents. That these guys latch on to and go, well, see, that didn't work. They're not actively really taking care of the situation. And if it were my child, I would just beat the snot out of them until they're in compliance. And well, there's it, a, there's a lot of people who do parenting wrong. Yeah. In in both extremes, there's yeah. various parents that beat the fuck out of their kids, and they shouldn't. And, that, and, they shouldn't. and those kids, you but be but I out. get if I if I pop my kid in the butt once, one swat, mm-hmm. not even a hard swat, just something to get their attention. All of a sudden, I got people looking at me like, "How could you?" you know, but I'm saying there's on both ends of the spectrum, yeah, because there's tons of parents who also yep. underparent their children. Yep, they don't teach them anything. They don't pay attention to them. They let them run amok in public and at home, and that's not good either. But there is a majority of people who fall in that middle ground who watch their... Now, there's a lot in that spectrum. Right. Like, but, there's people that are, like, free and easy, like, you know, oh, you drew on the on the wall? Awesome. Let's turn it into an art project. And that's kind of cool. It's not me, though. And I'm a lot more rigid about things like that. Right. But I'm also pretty lax about things like dessert. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, it... 
there's a big wide spectrum. And as long as you fall somewhere in that spectrum, nobody's really going to pay that much attention. But it's when you fall outside of that spectrum that people tend well, to... Well, let's, let's, take, let's take our kids' schoolwork as an example. Mm-hmm. So my father was very much of the opinion, grades, 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 A, B, A, 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 B, B, mm-hmm. nothing below that. You can do this. And, and I get where he was coming from, and he was driving me to try to apply myself and to do this and whatever. But there were certain things that I just didn't... What ended up becoming the problem for me was is that I was so far beyond what was being taught in most of my classes that I was bored. Mm-hmm. So I chose to, I'm like, I know this. I know I can do this. I'm not going to prove to them that I can do this. And no, it wasn't the right attitude, but I wasn't being challenged. And when you don't challenge your children, you're going to have idle minds and idle hands cause for problems, right? right. So what we've taken to doing with our schoolwork and with our kids is, we know they're not. Do good, it. We know they're not going to be good at everything, right? But our our rules are: do it. Yep. The best that you can do it. Yep. And, and, and really, the, other than that, I don't care. Like, if you got a C on your test and that was really the heart, the best you could do, we awesome. still we still make we still make exceptions to that yeah. rule because, like, Ezra is good at math, can do the math, but he's currently not doing the work and not even attempting to correct it. Right. So we're calling him out and calling him to the carpet on it a little bit. But as an example. Both of Temperance and Ezra are well beyond their years mm-hmm. in reading capability yeah. and always have been. Yeah. And Tempe technically has these worksheets she's supposed to take home and read every night. And I should have told the teacher, she's not going to be doing we actually, that. We, we did. We just like, we said, <laughs> hey, look, just so you know, we don't require her to read these because half the time she's read them on the bus mm-hmm. on her way home before she's even gotten to us. Yeah she reads herself a story or reads us a story every fucking night. And we're talking about somebody in first grade here. She reads us the story. Um, We are not going to, and she's got this love for reading. We're not going to kill it. We're not going to kill it by forcing her to read stuff that she doesn't, that's boring to her, that it makes her not want to enjoy it. And I I think that's part of what we have a problem with in, in general with our educational system is, is that we, and I saw Mr. B from the Geek Show bitching mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. We focus so much on these standardized tests and test, 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 mm-hmm. test, test, that you don't look at the child and go, you're really good at mechanics. Mm-hmm. Let's get you a, a wrench in your hands and, and watch you fucking blossom. Right. You paint real good. We're going to give you an art. You know, everybody has a different tool in their hands, but they're all excelling at what they're good at. Mm-hmm. And we're accentuating it. We're, we're, we're um, fostering and, 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 and um, encouraging Oh, I really have got to fucking... You are just yeah. all over that. Um, and something that happened to me in school, I was really... I mean, now it sounds like I'm being braggy, but I was intelligent. Right. Um, I, I could have gotten perfect grades, but I felt such pressure to get good grades that I often kind of fell flat on my face from the pressure of it. Yeah. More than the doing of it. And I don't want the kids to feel like... And not to put my my mom's on the spot too much, but it it felt like she loved me less when I got bad grades. Right. And I never want my kids to feel like they're less of a person because of a number the, on a paper. Right. Their entire self-worth has to deal with a grade. Right. Now, and if they do really well, I want to reward them for that and, and congratulate them on that. But I don't want it to be a, you know, you're getting a D in math. You know, you're less of a child to me. I was like, more like you're getting a D in math. How can we? Right. And like we've said, you know, you have to do be doing your best. And with right. Ezra right now, what he's done is he's just, he's not even sure what he's getting wrong and why. Right. So we're forcing that, him to go find out what he's exactly, getting wrong and I'm why. Exactly. Like, because I was trying to ask him. I'm like, yeah. dude, we need to 
let's see. I mean, I'm not expecting you to excel in math, but when well, they put him into an advanced math group, and we have yet to see why. Like, right. we've never. He's not a math genius. Like, he's super advanced in reading, and that's great for me. I'm happy with that. I, I'm, I'm over the moon. But a math magician, but he's he is never not. been really that great at math. And so all of a sudden he's in this advanced math and I, we have yet to see him excel at that. So I'm like, well, either he's just being challenged and that that's why he's getting and that's good. Right. Or this really isn't the place for him. And we're putting too much pressure on him to do something that maybe isn't his strong suit. Exactly. Um, and, and, you know, and, and, and I did I did threaten. I said, hey, look, if you can't do this, I will take away the extracurricular stuff like band. Mm-hmm. And that, that that's not to be like you have to pass this class to do this. But. Like you said, I I need you to be able to explain to me. Like this says you 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 got nine out of twenty four problems correct. So what about those other problems were wrong? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I want to help you fix this, right? But I need to know. First off, I I, I have a hard enough time, and I'm gonna preface this saying this is not a bitch about Common Core because there are aspects of Common mm-hmm. Core that I do like and aspects I don't like. I bitched about all that stuff previously. Mm-hmm. I'm not going over it again. But because I don't understand how they're being taught, mm-hmm. I, like, there's times where I'm like, hey, Ez, I need you to explain to me what your teacher wants you to do in this rectangle or this column or whatever so I can figure it out so that I can then show you. Because if you give you, – it doesn't matter what you hand the theory, me. If you, if you hand me something yeah. and, and, and – if I need a little assistance, if you can show me the theory or whatever behind it, I can and will figure it out and I will get it working. Not a problem. I can do those things. It's, it's, it's how I've always been. Um, but like when they give them this math worksheets to take home, the, the, the page that has all the goody instructional stuff that tells you like, here's how you do this. Not They never include that fucking page in the math workbook when it comes home. So there's nothing for me to look at. So then I try to go, like, you know what? I've got the goddamn internet here. I'm going to go to the internet, and I'm going to look this up, and I'm going to figure out for my kid. Only to figure out that if you're in this school in this state, and it's a Tuesday at 2.30 p.m., they're going to teach it like this. But if it's this school in this state at this time, and you've got a female teacher, then she's going to do it like this. And then if this person's pissed, and there's no, for something that's called common core there's no commonality in how it's taught (laughs) yeah so i can't really find any good resources so i have to kind of lean on the kid a bit like you know i need you to ask the questions what i do wrong or have the teacher give you something that can explain here's what we're doing um and i think those are some core failures of the educational system i should not have to chase down the teacher and say, hey, I need you to give me something that explains how you're doing this and why you're doing this so that I can help my kid at home. That should just be something that's inclusive with whatever they're bringing back, a homework back or whatever. Here's what we're doing. Here's what our expectations are. Here's how it's happening. Yada, 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 yada. Um, and they say, you know, and they oh, every teacher always says, if you have any questions, contact us. But the problem is, I don't even know what question to ask right now yeah. because you haven't given me any and, guidance whatsoever. And each... <laughs> They break them up into these advanced and this right. and that that are taught by different teachers. So even if yeah. you got a hold of the teacher, they'd be like, "Oh, well, that's actually taught by this other teacher." Yeah, and, and I and I, my, Ezra's main teacher this year mm-hmm. is amazing. I love him. Yeah. The dude's into comic books. He and Ezra get along great. I think I don't know if I brought this up in a previous episode or not, but Ezra, um, 
was getting ready. They were getting ready to do a group project thing where it was, uh, you know, you had to get together in groups. And he was going to ask if it was okay to um, to get together in groups of three. And <laughs> being my kid, his mind went to the dirty joke and didn't think no, about it. No, I don't think it did. I think he just was using the word the way it should be used, right. and, and it, it just has just, a dirty connotation. Right. And so he's like, you know, so is it, is it okay if we have a threesome? And she said the entire class just stopped, laughed, and even his teacher kind of went <laughs> and giggled a little bit and goes, um, yes, three people in one group are okay. <laughs> Which I thought was amazing because not last year, but two years ago, yeah. three years ago, had he said that to a teacher, it oh, would have been detention, write up, yeah. calls, you need to come down to the office and talk to us, blah, 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 blah. And it's the stuff that we tend to focus on is just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, okay, so he got in a scuffle with another kid. You know what? He's a he's a, he's a growing ch- adolescent child who has bad days and good days. He's going to get into this. He knows it's not okay. I'll do this, but it's not okay for you. You don't need to banish him from school, the place he needs to be to learn for three fucking days because he punched somebody who attacked him, mind you. Um, but... Or, you know, dropping the word threesome in class. Well, he's just a troublemaker and a rabble-rouser. And luckily, this teacher's not like that. He actually, you know, he doesn't just... Giggled and moved on. Yeah, which is what it <laughs> needs to be. I mean, you just don't make a big deal out of the fucking shit. And if you... That's, that's like, the, 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 the one thing I learned from my father is that if you don't want it to be a big deal, you don't make it a big deal. <laughs> and I've always, always appreciated that. Like, if you just kind of... Like, something happens, you're like, oh, yeah, he probably... We're just going to let that one slide. If it rears up again, I'll, I'll, I'll point it out to him. But if you're like, oh, my fucking God, I can't. Fu- oh, Jesus. you! Oh, what have I done wrong? Oh, I'm such a horrible. But then the kid's like, oh, this is a hot button. I'm going to use this one again in the future. Filed away for future use. And and it's it's the same thing we have with, with our drinking age. You know, you look at countries where you can have a glass of wine as a child with your dinner. Their drinking problems and, 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 and teenage drinking rates and all that. Woo, way below. We've talked about it with sexuality. Mm-hmm. We've got good sex ed. You have less teenage pregnancies. I mean, it's it's those those. You have less teenagers having sex. Exactly, which is all what of the that above. boggles my mind. Like <clears throat> teenagers who know what they're doing and choose to do it less. Well, I th- I think it's one of those things though that also if you have access to good information about what can happen and all the things that you can make a very educated decision of. And some kids are just cautious. They're like, yeah, yeah. you know, I could. I can put it into a sock and have almost the same experience or I could uh, really, well, really? I'm, I'm saying as far as getting <laughs> the, the primal evacuation of the, the nuts and, and all the, you know, all that jazz. Right. I think or, I know what you're getting for Christmas or, you know, I could accidentally get her Sucks. pregnant and wreck my life. And I think the same thing goes for the girls is like, you know, I could Sucks. believe that he loves me. Socks for Christmas. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put them on my feet and they'll be cozy and warm and I'll like them. You know, um, but it's just, it goes back to that. When we make, we, we, it's just all wrong, in my opinion, with what is, all this is done. And you have little pockets here and there of, oh, they get it. Like when the teacher just moved past threesome and then it continued on, you know, didn't make a big deal out of it and it, stuff like that. And, and it's just, it's infuriating that we can't use a common sense approach because so many in our society nowadays lack common sense and you know you guys you just beat the fuck out of that kid no you know somebody needs to take a curt rod to your stupid redneck ass that's what needs to happen (laughs) yes because my kid misbehaves as he's learning to deal with his emotions and anger at three years old 
he, you're automatically going to tell him to be a rapist when he's in his 20s. Wow, dude. <laughs> I don't want to be your kid because <laughs> yeah. that would be... I hate to... <laughs> And, yeah, because acting out in Walmart at age three really is an indicator of psychopathic behavior later in life. Right. Now, if down the road he's, like, torching kittens and doing weird shit like that, those are actual yeah. indicators of a fucking problem. But a child being a child, and, and that's that's kind of been, for me, is, like, when did a kid being a kid and doing kid things become a problem? It's like, we went from this extreme of, like, in the early turn of the century where... It was bad for big kids. I mean, it was it was rough. You were required, you know, you were locked, stocked, you couldn't do whatever, to more of a free-form parenting thing on the other end now, where it's almost it was almost too much. Like, you just do what you want. We're going to let you be a little delicate flower. You can grow as you need to, and yada, yada, yada. And it's the pendulum. There's a rebound going on. Yeah. Because you've got a lot of people who are seeing the negative consequences of this really free parenting style where you've got teenagers who are just so out of touch with reality. Right. Um, well, you look and even at, young adults, honestly. You look at an entire baby boomer generation who are now raising kids again because they are raising their kids, mm-hmm. kids, because their kids, who they let be complete free and flowing, whatever, now no longer want to be responsible for the kids they made, so they're they're doing the right thing and staying and stepping in and saying, "Okay, we'll do this," and at least making sure the child isn't just floating out there lost, but <coughs> wouldn't have to do that if maybe you had parented a little harder <laughs> when you were a parent, you know. But they don't make that correlation. Mm-hmm. Well, some do, some don't, um, and it's just this it, comments. I mean, it just. I don't know. It, it, it. I don't know if maybe some of that's my upbringing and the fact that you know my dad was hard on me. He, he was. He still expected certain comments well, and I, aspects. And and I think that, like I, like I was saying, there's a broad spectrum in the in between. You don't mm-hmm. have to be super hardcore, and you don't no. have to be free. You know, free spirit, do whatever the heck you want. But you, there are definitely things my kids get away with that I know would have never right. ever flown. And I even remind. I use that sometimes. I'm like, I just want you to understand, Ezra, that if I. <laughs> To if you, what you're trying to do to me right now, if I had even like remotely attempted to like even give Grandpa a, a sniff that I was gonna pull that off, I would be in so, so much, much trouble. trouble. If not waking up on the floor later, had him tell me the reason why I laid your ass <laughs> out was do 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 do. Don't you ever fuck with me? Yes, sir. You know. Well, and I had a very relaxed childhood. Yeah. I mean. It wasn't because of hippie bullshit. It was because my mom worked, you know, 70 hours a week. But we were pretty much allowed to take care of ourselves. Yep. Do what we wanted to do. Um, You know, we had some limits put in. And if we cross those, but if we cross those lines and when we cross those lines, it's not like the punishment was getting beat up or something. It was pretty fucking lax. Like, well, we won't let you watch TV when we're not here to enforce that rule. Like, (laughs) it was all pretty, pretty easy going, but it, it was based on respect and trust and, and loyalty and all these other things. And, um, so while I had a very relaxed upbringing, I'm a pretty decent human being. <laughs> well, and, you know, and and I say these things, and I don't want to portray my father as being some militaristic, no. like hard ass, because he's you. You and saw it was him. still, it him. was very love based. Like yeah. I've and I've watched, um, 
I've watched your dad with Ezra when he was still really young and he, when he was living with you guys before, I was right. really solid in the picture too. And no punishment was ever allowed to be a punishment without a, I love you. This is why I'm doing this because I love you because right. you're loved. Because And it was always a measured punishment too. Right. He was never the, 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 and when he did realize that he misread something or misinterpreted right. it. Instead, it was an apology. Yeah, and he immediately, met, yeah. you know, yeah. And that's one of the unique traits about my dad is that he, and I try to. I that's one of the things I really liked about what he did that I tried to encompass too. Is that I'm if I, I'm going to fuck up, and when mm. I do, I'm going to say, "Hey, I fucked up. Let's see if I can make this better. Right. I'm sorry. Right. You know, hey, I'm doing this, and I know you don't believe it now, but it's because I love you. And somewhere down the road, you're going to figure out that Dad was actually okay, and the fact that he said you couldn't go do this. Right. It sucks now, but you'll be okay. So I mean, I'm I'm not saying that your parents had it wrong at all. Right. I'm saying that two very different styles of parenting right and still two pretty decent individuals came, came out, out of it yeah and and, and 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 we're choosing to pick and pull the a best little bit of both best because, aspects of both because um my childhood was probably a little too relaxed like there are times i feel like my growing up i was a little more unhealthy than i could have been because mm-hmm. like we didn't eat really good food and we didn't have a schedule at all like right. it was just you know and my mom would let us stay up till like 10 11 o'clock at night and i don't think that that was very healthy right so we're we're not letting our kids do that right but and i pull you in that more relaxed direction every day and you pull me more in the metered you know bedtimes and and routines mm. way every day and we've kind of gotten to a very happy medium where sometimes we make the the, the no bed we, we stretch bedtime out a little bit to go do certain for things reason, for if right. it's a reason right not just you know because your 10 year old has a fetish of her doctors and wants to watch this really adult doctor show that's on right. 10 no seriously i know you told me about it i know I, uh, I think it was Chicago Hope. Right. And I really liked that show, and it was on at 10, and my mom would let me stay up and watch it. And it's not a good show for a kid to be watching It wasn't in the first a good place. show for a kid to be watching. It was very adult, because it really wasn't about doctor stuff at all. But but on the flip side, the nice thing about that is, like, we've got Ezra, who I know he's, he'll, like, he'll be like, hey, I want to watch Jessica Jones. Sorry, mm-hmm. buddy. I, well, and I, I, haven't, I didn't even say no when he asked me. I said, I, said, I think the answer's going to be no. I'm like, but I don't know the source material well enough. To give you a definite yes or no yet. So unless Jody knows the source material well enough and is just going to say fuck no, we her and I have to watch it first. And once we and, and now we know. Yeah. We haven't even watched it. But we've done enough I've investigation. Done, done the research. It's a definite no. Yeah. But but <laughs> but so we explained to him it's not for you at this stage yeah. of your life. But here's alternatives for you, right. and, he, and he's okay with that. Well, and but I, on the he, flip side, he got, he got super happy because I told him he could watch Jurassic World, which right. really was just gory. Yeah. And, well, but then on the but he's already seen the other yeah. Jurassic yeah. Park films. On the flip side, some of the same things that are dealt with in a completely same same underlying themes like sex and this and that and empowered women, but they're dealt with in a much more manageable way for him to process happens in the Gilmore Girls. Right. So I, even though some of the content is a little more above his level, per se, yeah. we let him watch the show because it's in a man. It's still two very empowered women. Mm-hmm. They take control of their lives, They and, and, and it's, and it's well-written, and it's not just... You know, blatant one way, or one thing or the other, and so it's 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 an appropriate form for him to be able to ingest and take in. And like we've always said, we just okay, we'll look at this particular topic, whether it's schoolwork, whatever. We'll go okay, out of all of this, this particular part is we we it's not going to work for you. It's bad. It's, it's either you're too young for it, whatever. Got to put it aside. Um, 
you know, like I, my buddy of mine back when I had, when I was still with my ex, he let one of my, one of her kids watch, uh, uh, basketball when he was like Tempe's age. <laughs> and the kid comes home and starts telling me all, and he's like, and what she, there's this one scene, the girl had silver lipstick on or her lips were silver. And I didn't know what, why, and what, what was going on there? And I'm like, and I just look at him. I'm like, so what the, so I called my buddy. I'm like, dude. Dude, did you let him watch basketball? He's like, yeah. After it was over, I kind of sat there and thought about that. I'm like, that was not a smart move, but the damage had already been done. I'm like, yep, <laughs> it has. He's like, I'm really sorry, man. He backs a bitch, dude. Right, right. And he still doesn't, to this day, doesn't have kids, but <laughs> it was the funniest thing. I was like, so I had to explain to him, like, hey, it's just, it's a comedy. It's an adult joke. We'll get to it later. Um, but. There's nothing wrong with pick and choose parenting. Like, I, it took me a while to figure that out myself. Like, I don't have to be exactly like my parents, and and I don't have to live up to anybody else's expectations for myself or for my children or otherwise. If I'm happy with who I am as I am, and I'm being successful, and I'm not, you know, raping, pillaging, doing all those bad things, whatever. And my kids are growing Why up to be okay. Why is it always okay. going to rape? Like, is that like the thing now? Like, no, no. But I'm, <laughs> I'm just not saying, a productive member of society. I'm raping people. <laughs> well, you know, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> that might be it. That's why. I think that's blame that's been, Jared. Right. It's been, it's been, he's getting a divorce now. Surprise, surprise. Well, really? <laughs> no. I should say she's divorced in his ass, but oh, right. Um, but it's he's lucky he hasn't been murdered. Like he, honestly, like pro- it's only and he, I'm not saying that somebody deserves. I'm, don't get me. No, 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 no. When it comes to the kitty stuff, you know, period. I'm just saying. No, no, no. I'm just saying. When it comes to the kitty stuff, your ass needs to be released into I'm a just park somewhere. Sincerely surprised that he hasn't. Been I know my my policy on on the kitty stuff has always been: your ass gets released into a park somewhere, and it's publicly announced. So and so is here. If he makes it out of this place alive, he has his freedom. Game the fuck on. And then you just let it go. And whatever happens to him, happens to him. We sign off on it and we move on as a society. And that is what it is. I mean, it's just one of those things that there are just certain things that you don't let slide. Like, there's no... If somebody can give me factual evidence that shows somebody who is so warped in the head that they do that kind of shit to kids has been rehabilitated successfully and hasn't gone out and reoffended again. I would be happy to eat my words. Now I know it does happen with normal sex offenders. They can be, it's still hard, <laughs> no pun intended, <laughs> but they have figured out ways to, you know, to help with that. But when it comes to just messing with a kid, mm-hmm. I have zero tolerance or patience for that. So no, don't put them in segregated population in jail. Let these guys get a hold of them. Cause if the, if the, 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 the bottom of the bottom in a prison system thinks that you're scum, yeah. you're fucking scum, dude. So let it go. But side, you know, derailed yeah, there a little bit. Um, I'm coming to a point now where I'm really super comfortable with it. And it's been, it's been a progression over the last seven to 10 years of, I don't have to justify or prove myself to anybody else. I don't need to be this certain kind of person or do these certain things with certain things a certain way. And a big part of it for me has been my political growth. Like, Here's what I view and here's what I think is common and good for society. And it does not line up with most of my family like at all. Like I'm the black sheep when it comes to my views on all this crap, right? Um, and for the longest time, I'd never even like, I'm like, I just had to like, I'm like, I'm like 
I'm just gonna keep that over here. We're just not even gonna discuss it now. I'm like, no, fuck that. You know what? I think you're wrong. So fuck you. You want to start spewing this stupid, hateful bullshit? I'm gonna poke the bear a little bit and see if you can actually justify your position. And guess what? Most of them can't. Um, but that's been a freeing thing too. Is that I can now somebody can look at me and and, and talk to me. You know, you let them get away with that. All right, man. Let's go out in public with our two with our kids and your kids. Let's see who's better behaved in the store. Ready? Go. Because on ninety nine percent of the time, it's going to be them because they understand the boundaries and the expectations and whatnot. But they have the freedom to make the choices. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a little bit like you said. It's it's it, it, we're, we're we're just we're piecemealing it together. It's pick and choose parenting. I mean, we're saying okay, yes, there are certain things we expect from you, but at the same time you have the option to make this mistake. And when you make that mistake, we're going to say, now that kind of sucked. Like there's times where the kids will be doing something stupid. I'm like, all right, please don't. You you really shouldn't be doing that because somebody's going to get hurt. I'll say that maybe twice, <laughs> maybe twice. I'll give them once for sure. Second time's iffy. There is no fucking third time. Third time. It's usually crunch. You hear the two melons clock together. And, oh God. Ah! I'm like, and I told you, this is why I didn't want you doing that. Yeah. And they usually like, okay. Well, I think it's funny. Our kids treat us very differently. Right. And it's because it takes a lot more to get me to my breaking point. This is true. Well, it's not even so much to your breaking point. It's just there's a certain, it's it's a difference in expectations for the way I view it. And you can, you can correct me if you view it differently. Um, I don't view it like I you might see it as my breaking point, but my breaking point is well past. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you'll put up with a hell of a lot more. I'll than put I will. up with a lot more than you will. Right. And you, ex- you don't know. You don't know. I don't want to call it negotiate either. Cause that's not, it, it sounds it's not bad. what it is. Right. It's, it's, where I will have a conversation with them and, and figure, kind of delve into an issue, you don't. It's not, it's, uh, and for good reason, yeah. it is obey first and ask questions later. Right. And for me, while there is certain tones in my voice that get that reaction, I prefer not to use them unless I have to. And I'd rather reason with them oh, into yeah. behaving. And I can, I, I don't jump to that as quickly as you do. Yeah. And, and I and I and I will reason and I uh, once again it's my pick and choose parenting. There right. are, there are certain things I'm totally willing to reason with you on, but if I am in the kitchen and I'm like this is a dirty knife and he's like no it's clean and I'm like dude the fucking jelly is right there no it's clean I'm not gonna sit here and right. reason with you about the splotch of jelly that's on there I'm gonna right. tell you to shut I'm, ta- fucking- I'm not talking so much about Ezra because he's no, at no, an age but I'm where saying his, the things we're talking I'm kinda, about I'm trying different. I'm trying to give a, yeah. more of an example of. Like, you know, there's just, you're, you're right. I, I am very much more of a do what I've said. Let's talk about it later. If I have time to explain it to you now, I will. But I'd much rather you just. But, but one of the things that's been getting irritating mm-hmm. is the, you know, I, I'm having a conversation with Tempe or Trent and they're acting up or they're doing something or they're whining or they're, you know, something they've doing something they've been told not to do. And, and I'm kind of waiting for them to to push it to my limit, mm-hmm. but it's already reached your limit in the other room and you come in and yell at them. Yeah. So now it's, 
they don't get to see my limits and my things. They're only seeing yours. So then when you go out of town, they have no frame of reference for what my limits are because they haven't seen them because they've never pushed me to that point. So it's it's (coughs) like this cascading thing where we kind of need to back out of each other's parenting style a little bit because... because it's it's messing with their brains like like they're like well where's mom's limit if dad's limit's there and then dad's not here where is mom's limit and they don't there's no effective communication on a very subtle level of where we where we draw the line in the sand yep and 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 i'm trying and i've been working on that and i've been getting better at that but for me no offense to you the main reason why i step in is that there's a certain point where i get to where i get sick of hearing you you were harping on them and bitching and squawking and it's like the sensory overload thing i've got four different people all it's like would you just all shut the fuck up you this would be a no non-issue if you would just listen and do what the fuck she says you stop jumping you do this fucking move and and i and i i try to <clears throat> I, I sometimes i'll try to excuse myself from the situation or whatever if i can and, I, and i'm working on more of of trying to get you know get to that point because it's not it's nothing against you i understand why you're squawking and i get it and i understand too but they they don't get i never get to yeah. cash in on my consequences i've said you need to stop doing this or this is going to happen and then they they don't stop doing it right but not to the point of what I've told them. And then you step in and then they don't get the consequence mm-hmm. either way. Like all they did was get yelled at. And to them, that's fine. Essentially. When you're not here to yell at them, then they don't know that I'm going to cash in on the consequence. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just a, a point to be made in the conversation is, you know, if you have a parenting style, stick stick with it and don't don't crowd the other person yeah and I, like i said I'm, I'm not sitting here trying to defend or deny or anything else um but just to explain from my point of view <coughs> i'm sure just as much as it bothers you that i sometimes just jump to conclusions so to speak and and, and do those things it, it bothers me it's 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 like you said it's a sensory overload there's a certain point where i get to where i'm so sick of hearing the commotion and noise and i'm like if you would just shut it down it would be shut down. And, yeah, but, and, but a lot of the time, we, if you yeah. just shut it down, you didn't get to the issue. Yep. And a lot of the time, I, and a I'm lot not, of the time, you shut it down before I've had a chance to get to the issue, and yep. then I get pissed off at you because the reason she's crying is not because of the thing you think she's crying about; it's because of this other issue that's totally unrelated and needs to be addressed. Yep. And we do it to each other. I'm not saying I'm not guilty of oh, it yeah. at all. Uh, it's just that there's a there's a a way to do it a little bit better both ways. Like oh, yeah. I could jump a little sooner, but I know that you're going to jump way sooner than I would anyway. So I kind of wait a little bit longer than I probably should because, you know, and there's just this yeah. dance. Well, and, of- and, and it's one of those things too, that I, I like <laughs> from my perspective, there's been times where I, like it's like you just said, like you'll you'll wait for me to jump in, and then I don't jump in. And you're like, why the fuck didn't you jump in? I'm no, like, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm, no, 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 I'm talking about. But I'm just. You know, I I didn't say that because I wouldn't have said that. No, no, no. But I I, I <laughs> you're get misinterpreting that. what I said. If no, that's what you no, thought no, I said. No, 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 no. Let, let me finish. Is that I, I I that's the feeling that I get. Is that that's going to happen, and it's something I'm trying to break myself of because that is from the previous relationship where. If, if I, I want your help, I will totally no, ask. No, 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 I know. But see, in the previous situation, if I jumped in, I was wrong. 
if I didn't jump in, I was wrong. Much Everything about that relationship was if I did something, I fucked up. And if I didn't do something, I still fucked up. So no matter what I did, I was just one giant fuck up. And that's no joke. And that's that's a miserable existence to live. But that's the existence that I lived for five and a half, six years of my life where no matter what I did, it was never fucking good enough. So I'm, I'm, I'm like... And I'm, I will I'm, go back to our previous statement that yeah. I have had you longer now. And so yes. I should have at least overwritten some of that program. And you have. <laughs> and you have. And, and I've made leaps and bounds of progress on some of that stuff. But there's still certain knee-jerk reaction things where I'm like... Did, did she pass me the ball? I'm like, do I, do, I, do I make the shot? Do I do I not? What do I do? Oh, God. Okay. And that's so I go running for it. And it's like, ah, oh, that was not the right choice. Hmm. <laughs> okay. And so next time, don't panic so quickly. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to panic this time. No, I got to jump in. Oh, no, I shouldn't have jumped in. And so it's just... <laughs> So I'm trying to work on more of the verbal cues and whatnot. Um, but then there's other times, like tonight, where you're on the phone with a work call, yeah, and the, I'm just when like, I'm on the phone. I, my, nope, I, I'm like, I can't do and, and, and I, my, finally, it was, had you not hung up when you did, my next step was, I'm getting up, I'm dragging you by your neck into the phone, <laughs> not literally, but, yeah. and I'm going to take you in there. And She has a really hard time when I'm on the phone. No, 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 no. She has a hard time with not being the center of attention. Yes. And that's been the biggest problem with the younger two right now, is that they both feel that all eyes and all attention must always be on them, and if not they're going to do whatever it takes to get that rectify that attention and there's a lot of times where part of the reason why i jump in and it doesn't always excuse me god sushi oh keeps talking back um where uh like there's a lot of times like it's one of those things that there are certain things that like won't bother me mm-hmm. that drive you up the goddamn wall yeah and there's certain things that you've learned to tune out that are like nails on a chalkboard for me so I, i'll be over here and it's like watching these little gremlins crawling <laughs> all over you and like doing circles around <laughs> your neck and whatnot literally and they're like you know i'm waiting for somebody's head to spin and start you spewing <laughs> pea soup and i'm just like how is it and you're just on your phone playing games like doop 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 they're gonna be like this i'm just going to ignore them and i'm like no, how do you ignore that? I would, I would, it's making me twitch. My, my eyes twitching over here and I can't even handle this. And you're just like, doop, doop, I'm just going to keep playing my, my bejeweled blitz or my candy crush or whatever it is you do. And, and I get what you're doing. Neither of which I do, by the way, but okay. Well, I, well, the games you play and the stuff that you do, I mean, it's not, you know, you're always very clear. This is work related. If you touch me, I will smite i will shove you back where you came from and they are starting (laughs) to figure it out to figure that out and when i say this is a work thing they back off almost all the time right and it's because of very careful training that i let them crawl over me when it's not a work thing when it's not important to me i make it not important yeah and it's working um so so that and that's why i let them do it when it's not and then you know when it when it's serious time they can know that it's time to be serious yeah and And like with me i'll like (laughs) temperance is like a goddamn dog and i say (laughs) that with all the love in my heart because if you've ever had a dog like you're ignoring and all of a sudden their snout comes up on your arm and they start like nudging your arm up and all of a sudden your hands on their head (laughs) She does that. Yeah. Like I'll be actively like trying to edit a graphic or doing something, but I'm still she in here. She crawls under your arm. But I'm still in here with the family because mm-hmm. I want to be part of the family, but I don't I'm not interested in what you guys are watching, so I'm going to do my thing and still interact, but I'm not going to sit here and be bored to tears because of what's on TV. And then all of a sudden my arm gets bumped and I'm like, "What the hell? Knock it off." 
if working. Then all of a sudden, my arm gets bumped again. And like she wants me to have my arm around her while I'm trying to work the mouse. I'm like, yep. well, honey, if you just came to this side, this is my non-mouse arm. <laughs> I could have an arm around you while I'm doing this, and I take it out. And but it's just like that, that dog where just like all of a sudden, <laughs> oh, look, your hands on my head. I love you, daddy. And then she's all cute about it. You're like, Hur. and so it's it, it it's just it's yeah. So I've got a laptop. I could do this work here. Yeah. I've got some thoughts about that. But. Well, I know you do, but it's one of those things that when else am I going to fucking do it? No, it's, I mean, <laughs> I don't do it every all the time. I know, but there, but the, my and uh, since since you ask, I'll just share some thoughts. My first thought is, if it's important for you to get it done, and it is, it's something you want to do. It's a, then go somewhere that's a better space than the couch, and that's part of why we're moving the table and right. things like that. Because I don't mind that you want to be in the room with us while you're doing things, not watching, just watching the TV. But also, it wouldn't kill us all to have hobbies that aren't centri- central to the living room and always being around each other. Right. Um, that being said, it's actually not the activity or, or where you do it that bothers me. It's how frustrated you get when it gets interrupted. Because this is the living room. It is where we do so much of our moving around. Right. And sorry, I'm going to bump that with my... Okay. Um. It's where we do so much of our moving around, so much of every all the activity in our house. The kids are always bouncing around and stuff, and you get so angry at them. Well, no, I, I, but I think some of what you're what, coming from my point of view, some of what you're viewing there is is that I'm not actually frustrated with them. Like I'm frustrated with the server or whatever is not working right. And, but it and, comes out at them. Oh, I know. I'm just. I mean, but, if, if you but, feel that way, no, no, no. I, I, I get what you're saying. But it comes back to one of those things of teaching them to be perceptive to the fact that, like, I got, this is one thing my kids aren't picking up on that I need them to pick up on, because I learned it with my father really quick. There was a telltale vein in his forehead, and and then a look that he could get, and you look at it, it's like, that's the look of death, misery, and destruction as to wherever that stare is going to, so I'm going to avoid that stare and I'm just going to wait till I see the vein go back on normal again. Yeah, but you and don't have any telltale signs because you have a a mo a computer mode where your face goes kind of like blank, like, and you're just looking at the screen. Now you could be dealing with the seventh circle of hell for all we know, or you could be looking at kitten videos. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> well, that's that's just the t- that's the, that's the IT training. That's right. where you you learn. You don't give. You know, it's my poker face. Right. And that's what you sit here doing until somebody bumps you or does something or laughs at you or pokes you or, you know, says, Daddy, watch this for the hundred millionth fucking time. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you go off. And that's... And therein lies where my furniture choice would have been better than your furniture choice. If I could have my reclining area where they couldn't get to me, (laughs) I I had to do that just to... (laughs) Just for that look right there. Go buy a fucking couch. I don't care. (laughs) I don't want a couch. Fine, go we buy the whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> See, that was exactly. <laughs> and now angry Jody is starting to like come out. So, no, I get it. Yeah. Fuck your couch. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it is a perception thing because it's just one of those. And like, as we was doing it the other day, and the, uh, I think it was the car. Like, yeah, it was the car. I'm like, that's weird. And then it just went silent. <laughs> he does it to me all the time. And I'm just looking, I'm like, what's weird? That thing. That thing. 
Ezra, frame of reference, I was driving. I wasn't paying attention to random objects outside of the car. I was making sure that dickwad A, B, C, D, E, and F around me weren't trying to kill me. What thing? Well, the Noel thing. <laughs> and I'm like, what Noel thing? And I'm like, and finally, after like the 42nd inquisitive question that I have to ask him, interrogate him, I come to find out that this thing we passed three miles previous <laughs> that was on the side of the road in Scapoose that had like candy canes and Noel, it was weird. Okay, so why was it weird? And Nothing. no explanation whatsoever. Yeah, that's been a pretty constant thing. Right. Weird as a descriptor of interesting or strange or. But that goes back to like the conversation that he had with my parents about why they won't support Hillary Clinton because she supports Muslims. Yeah, and I'm like, and what's and, and I asked him? No, he, they said and, they they told him that that, they, that they, she uh, is pro Muslim. Right, and they were, they were very good about saying these are our views, right. blah blah blah. And I've listened to these conversations they've had with him before, and he's like, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it either because she's pro Muslim. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? He's like, well, these are for Muslims. She's, oh for, she's for for the Muslims. I'm like, and, and why is wh- that bad? Uh, and, like, and that's <laughs> where you start to screw up. You can't blindly follow anybody's opinion. And then, and then you get them on your side. This is my favorite thought experiment: is you get them on your side. You're like, and you get them like, okay, I'm going to vote for. I would vote for Bernie. Right. And then you go, why? And then he still can't answer the right. question. And he's like, oh, shit, I did it again. Yep. <laughs> it's like, kid, have your own thoughts and opinions. Like, and I don't fine. care what they are as long as they're yours. And you can actually back them up with valid factual data. <laughs> but if you're just jumping on somebody else's bandwagon, for the love of God, jump off. <laughs> yeah. Don't. If that's all you can do, then just don't. Yeah. Just avoid the wagons altogether and walk. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I ask of anyone. Like, I don't... You can support whatever you want, as long as you have a reason. Okay, I take that back. You can't support Jared from Subway. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it all goes back to that being able to be perceptive and being able to think. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know. But that's what we're trying to teach our kids. Right. Which is why the computer thing knocks me over and, and or when you're doing something. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's. And you're right. There's different. There's different le- differing levels of trigger triggers that happen. Um, and for me, it's always been one of those things that I've just never. When I see somebody actively working on something or actively doing something, my first instinct is to go like shove my foot in their face. That's not what I'm going to yeah, do. But you're not a three year old Albrecht kid. No, but uh, I'm talking about uh, shit. Ezra's done it before. Yes. I mean. <laughs> It's just one of those things that that's not, not my first instinct is to completely break their mode of concentration and go, look what I can do. Like, we have those, the goddamn kid Stuart from that show. All three of them, look at me. And they just do that jump. You know. And They've then, totally but, actually done that. Right. And the, but then you like, try to help them. No. I want to do it. I'm just like, oh, God. So, you know. Uh, but. It's been a random episode. It's totally all over has. the board. Random, but, but funny. I, I think this has been a funny, funny episode. I, I, minus I, the you know rape jokes. Well, we didn't make those, did I? Some. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad when you can't remember whether or not you made the rape jokes. Yeah. Now, if it was like a, a well, not, it was a generally rape is bad. If it was a Nazi Jew joke, I'm sure that would have been me because I make those all the time. But I know <laughs> it's actually kind of embarrassing. 
Like you, you sent me a Nazi joke to send to somebody else. And I'm like, no, bad, Justin, <laughs> go put sm- your nose in the corner. <laughs> it was a smiling picture of Hitler. And it said, I did Nazi that coming did you. And it was relevant to the conversation you were having. It with was her, relevant. And I thought it was, it was hysterical. Awful. <laughs> well, all humor is awful. I mean, no. there's just, you know, no. subjective levels. Nope. He, a lot of times you find the humor in life because you're laughing at somebody else's bad fortune. And just some people have a lot more bad fortune than the rest of us to the tune of like six million or so. I mean, it happens, right? And there's that evil again. <laughs> and on that note. Well, it's important for me, the <laughs> listeners of our show, know that I don't support this in any way, shape, or form. You it's don't support important. laughter and funny. <laughs> and I'm getting the look now. Mm-hmm. it's important for listeners that this is kind of like sport for me you know some guys go hunting <laughs> i just see if i can get some guys to look. go hunting some guys go fishing some guys watch football on tv yeah. i just see how pissed off i can make my wife <laughs> if i can get the look or not <laughs> uh so do you want to do the outro yeah the yeah. yeah, the closure the um the ending of the stuff I still have to get that script sent over to kill us so he can record it for us he's offered i just haven't gotten it to him yet uh, i'm slack on let's that let's see if you uh, want to get more of us, you can visit our website at badparentingpodcast.com. If you'd like to interact with us, you can do that uh, via our voicemail line at 503-609-0375 or Facebook, Bad Parenting Podcast. Mm-hmm. Twitter, just search for Bad Parenting Podcast. It's Bad Parent PCAST, right? Right. Um, and then Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you can email us directly, uh, grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. Or, or our, names. our names, Justin or Jody, J O D I. Um, and I think that was it. Oh, if, you, if you're really nervous about leaving a voicemail, you can also just do a voice memo on your phone and send it via email. Yes. It takes the, um, the you know, nervousness out of it. You're like not. You're no longer like performing for a crowd, then, right? Because right? even I will call into shows sometime and get totally tongue tied and be like, "Yeah, it was a dumb voicemail." Yeah, well, you were gonna call into one of the shows the other day, and I and I was for a second, I'm like, "Ooh, I want to do that," and I'm like, "No, I remember last time. Never mind. <laughs> Never happening again." Right. Um. So yeah, I think that. Well, calling in and talking to somebody is different than calling in at, for me than calling in and leaving a voicemail. I tend to ramble yeah, on the voicemail and just you so do. so. Um, um, I was going to say something else. Oh, you should rate, review, and subscribe on yes, iTunes, Stitcher. And thank you to Mr. Izzy. Yeah. He, he's the most recent rating and review. Ooh. So thank you so much, sir. Thank you. And, you know, much appreciated. We love it when we get feedback from, from our listeners. Also, buy some merch. Um, yeah, the yeah. link is up on our That's site. That's a new thing. It's not my fault. I forgot. No, it's not. You know, it is a new thing. <clears throat> and so we've got we've got the shirts up and whatnot. And I have a T-shirt that has my picture on it. It is <laughs> creepy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so just you. Know, so yeah, so we went way for your uh, for the Wow. Try that again. It's one way for you to support the show. Yes. Um, also, don't make us get a Patreon page. No, <laughs> I. I still so can't do it. Everybody has one. I uh, know we have. Like, okay, everybody. listen. We have a GoFundMe. We have a Patreon. I've done all these things. We have a Go. Oh, you've set it all up and I've, just can't push I, the I button. I can't. I can't click the launch. I have been unable to click the launch. I just can't bring myself <laughs> to do it. Um, it's just not. And, and it's no offense to anybody who has. No, it's not. It's just. I, it's. I haven't gotten to that point yet where I'm. You know. 
I feel like my bullshit is worthy of me. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, I, we are at the point where you keep spending a lot of our money on this stuff. I haven't bought anything in at least three weeks. <laughs> I keep seeing like these packages show up and it's like, oh, more cables. Oh, another microphone. Oh, another stand. Yeah. Trust me. There's, there's my, my next purchase is going to be a rather large one and I can't swing it right now. So I haven't done it. Well, you need a new computer. Well, there's that. But I also definitely need a... Um, Need a new, I want. I, I've got the mics that I want. The actual broad, you know, the mics for you and I. Maybe a third one if I can swing it. But that's gonna be like, it's like seven hundred dollars in microphones just for the two of us. It's a lot of fucking money. Um, yeah. No. So it's not happening anytime soon. Nope. I would love for it to happen soon, but it's just not happening anytime soon. This shit's expensive, yo. It's an expensive hobby. I, I thought race cars were expensive, and <laughs> I started doing this. I'm like, damn. <laughs> uh. Everything is just like. Uh, you know, I, I just want my voice to sound better. You want how much? <laughs> I guess I like through my a, voice how it is. Thank you. I guess, I guess talking through a tin can on a string is not so bad. Um, also, we've had a, um, a, a like I don't know, f- handful at least, if not more, of new Facebook page likes. So thank you to those I've new people. Noticed that. Welcome. Um, we've gotten some. Uh, so new- lots of people on Twitter, which I'm not sure if right. Twitter people are equating to I, listeners. Some or not. are, some aren't. But, um, but either and a way, lot, a lot of new Instagram followers too, yeah. and those have been legitimate people. So it's welcome, welcome if you're listening. Yes, if thank you. If you're not, then don't feel and, welcome. <laughs> and we had we had one person that um uh I'm forgetting his username. I want to say Twinkie Ramon on <laughs> Instagram, who actually sent a snap a screenshot of him like listening to our last episode, and then posted like, "Here's what I'm doing while I'm driving the truck today." <laughs> Yeah, and, and so it's it's cool to get that. It just the listener interaction is fun. So I thanked him. I'm like, hey, dude, thanks for the love and whatnot. He's like, yeah, I love listening to good stuff while I'm driving truck and all this other stuff. And so it's it's been it's been cool. We've been watching the numbers creep up on the downloads. Yep. So just in general, it's like if you're new, welcome. Yeah, I almost want to play that. What's that? Is that Barry Manilow? It looks like we made it. That song. I don't remember. I know what song you're thinking of, kind of. If I if I can find it, maybe I'll toss it in at the end of the episode. Just it's one of those earworms. If I can, maybe I can get a <laughs> that one listener to get some new stuff. I think I know what head. song. Taste with love away 
so strange Playing hide and seek with hearts and always hurting And we're the fools Standing close enough to touch those burning memories And if I hold you for the sake of all those times Love made us lose our minds Could I ever Don't take my shitty rendition for for anything musical. <laughs> I <'cause>. can't. <laughs> and I think I've discovered Tippy's problem in cheer. Yeah, no rhythm. Rhythm is an issue. Yes, she's got my rhythm. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. She's graceful, but no rhythm. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> like I'm saying. She would be much better on a skateboard at a skate I, park. I'm thinking horses. Shredding. Horses are good. Skateboarding. Because horses still kind of have to have a rhythm to them. No, 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 not even. Trust me, if you don't have the rhythm right, and you're 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 you you come down at the time the saddle's coming up from the you're in the wrong part of the gate with the horse, and you slam your nuts down to the but saddle. But it's not like a drum rhythm; it's like a natural like movement, and yeah, she's okay with that. That might be true. Yes. So I just know that anyway, I, I yet another weird tangent. Right. Why are we doing this? I don't know. Anyways, so, bye. <laughs> no, if you have nothing else to add, babe. Nope, I'm good. All right, until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting, the good, the bad, and the smelly. Your unfettered Don't. Expression. K-Fed does not need to enter this conversation in any way, shape, or form. It's all done now. Here it goes.